The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. I'm either hobo or hawkachua. There's no middle ground. And Michael Lucas. Despite the multi-system atrophy that you've experienced so many times. This is Emsolation. You are a singer. Singer. I really am not. Uh. Uh, (laughs) You're in Emsolation. Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster. And together with my best friend since I was 11, award-winning screenwriter, Mr. Michael Lucas, I bring you this podcast every week. Hello. Well, you're in for a treat. We're back in studio and you are about to get a full retelling of everything that went down from Palm Springs onwards. I'm going to cut to it straight now because it is very long and you may need a few wee breaks. Here it is. That's it. That's all I'm going to do right now. I'm going to say it. Play the music. Luciano and Michael Lucas. This is Emsolation. Is it? It is for you. I know. I thought about your sad little life. <laughs> I thought about how I had all this love to come home to and you just had some dead Well, I was bringing clothes. the love with me. He was already on the plane that's on the trip. Nice. Yeah. That's I went out nice. to see my mum. That was good. Oh, that's mm. nice too. Yeah. 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 I did sit and think about you and think, oh, he doesn't have an LEO to come home to. It's true. Even my girls were excited to see me. I had my house plants. Were they was, alive? One of them had a pretty serious sort of situation going on that was needed some sort of toxic spray. No, Madonna, she'll live forever. Yeah. 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 That was the first house plant I ever gave you. Yeah. No, it was Miley. Oh, no. Yeah, she sort of, it looked like spider webs, but it wasn't that. It was just sort of this white stuff. Can I tell you, Miley's having a rough time at the moment, so that could be indicative of the plant. That is that a great premise for a gay sci-fi. That's a, a gay has plants. He names it after the divas, and it turns out whatever he does to the plants affects the divas' career. Fuck! If only we knew a writer. <laughs> if only we had a writer in our midst. <laughs> Michael Lucas, we are back in studio, facing each other, mm. not talking into our iPhones in the first-class lounge in Qantas. No. <laughs> no. That had a charm, though. Oh, certainly. We yeah. were delirious. We were delirious. That was a great time, though. Oh, I'm so <laughs> no. 
I'm so sad. I wish to be back at Beyonce, but I wish to take Elio with me, but I don't want him there at all. No, no, it's quite a complicated <laughs> feeling. It is really strange. Like I do, it's odd to be wandering around home thinking legitimately, I miss Beyonce. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Hi, gay. And I... also she's on living her life Keep without us. us. Oh, totally. Bringing out new looks. Dude. Every time, it's like a knife to my heart. Every time I see footage from the new show, I'm like, oh, how quickly she forgets her exes. That's right. We were opening night in LA. We were special. Blue Ivy wore a T-shirt that had Los Angeles emblazoned across the front. And then I see fucking Diana Ross comes out on the next night. It was her birthday. It was a Saturday night. She changed all of her looks. Yeah. Incredible. The Cuffet look is like this psychedelic on crack, on acid, like ringleader, dream candyscape of kaleidoscopic colour. Mm. And for our Cuffet, she wore a fucking pink body suit that Michelle Visage would send her home on. She's a judge on Drag Race that famously hates bodysuits. Hi, gay. And I don't think we can say that we were. No, I do Bereft feel, and hard done by. I feel like we were at the end of that costume cycle mm-hmm. and she's just gone hard and bought out fucking Diana Ross and Kendrick Lamar mm. and changed all her it's looks. It's a personal attack I on feel you. like she was waiting for us to leave the country. <laughs> it's like she's cheating on me with a younger, hotter man. Woman, wow. Group of people. That's right. Well, <laughs> none of them would have gone as hard with their outfits as we went. I'm still looking at that crowd. We was, we're still, I think we're still in the top two or three percent of people dressed up in that. Mate, we could have gone on stage. We were we one could percent. Have. We were in the we're, one percent. We were ready. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. We do need to think about where we left the Emsolators and we were in my hotel room in Palm Springs. That's right. We'd only been there, well, a day. Really, 24 hours. And little did we know what was to come before us. Um, Palm Springs was experiencing a once-in-a-lifetime heat wave. Well, I don't know that that is one truly once in a lifetime. Dude, all of the locals are like, they shut shops. They, of okay. course, the week I'm there, yeah. every vintage shop that I actually wanted to mm. go to was shut due mm. to extreme heat. I'm normally okay with heat, but I must admit, once it hit 46, I hit a point where I needed to go and take shelter and lie in a dark room for a while. <laughs> it's not good. It does make you a little bit worried about what's happening with the planet. <laughs> it was so insanely hot. And so we thought, it would be a great idea to mm. go for a hike. Mm-hmm. And you and Adrian attempted a hike the day before. and We'd t- left it a little late. Yes. Yeah. So, and by a little late, I meant 8 a.m. Yeah. But the sun was up. And you texted me and you said, we're going for a hike now. Do you want to come? I got up out of bed. Yeah. I walked outside for one second, felt my eyeballs lose all moisture, yeah. walked back inside and texted you, nope, enjoy. <laughs> so then we recalibrated and thought, let's start at six. Yes. And watch the sun come up. Surely that will be enough. And I just want to point out, this wasn't a Brooklyn Bridge situation where I cajoled. M was in. Oh, I wanted to hike. You wanted to hike. I was totally bewitched by the landscape of Palm Springs, wasn't I? You were so sick of me saying, do yeah. it. What was I saying the whole time? Oh, you were just like, it's someone, I mean, you could just, I could just film an entire movie right there. <laughs> That's a frame. <laughs> That's this tidal wave of rock. Constantly. It was like the equivalent of, what do you call this, doll, from um, the castle, you know, straight to the pool room. This is going straight to the pool room. Every time I saw something, oh, look at those mountains. Michael, look at those rocks. I kept going, I was Elio. Look at the rocks. Oh, the rocks. It was like an alien landscape. It was stunning. Even now, I'm just like, I want to go back there and be absorbed by the rock. It was so great. And I 
also should say I was a little bit surprised that M was so on board with the hiking. And there was a moment that I remember you looked at me and went, you forget, I was an athlete. Yeah, how dare you, sir? <laughs> there was a time where I would actively enjoy exercising. So I thought to myself, fuck, she's going to like sprint up this totally. mountain. Totally. And then anyway. Anyway, so we get to the base of the mountain we've just, we've chosen to climb and I knew we were in trouble when we were about two minutes in and we saw a local who had those fucking ski poles. Yeah. You know, you know they're serious when they've got the ski poles yep. and the hiking boots. Yep. And she was on her way back down. That's right. And she said, oh, you've picked a hot day. And I'm like, it's fucking 6 a.m., lady. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> I'm like, but it was already 34 degrees. It was. And then I said to myself in my little head, I'm like, but I can't back down because I've like just said to Michael, I was an athlete. <laughs> but I, I want you to know when we saw her, I wanted to run back to the car. Yeah. I wanted to run. Yeah. But I looked at you and Adrian and they were fucking holding hands on the mountain in the 34 <laughs> degree heat. I think we just briefly held hands uh, on the way back down. Uh, <laughs> and so we start climbing and I'm telling you, not even five minutes in, my lower back started going. Yeah. I, I felt it. Yeah. My knees. Yeah. And then. We already had the rotator cuff issue. And I'd had bad diarrhea the day before. Yeah. I'd had terrible diarrhea from, we don't, we don't know what, but I took myself inside and I, I think it's because I ate a chicken Caesar salad in 48 degree heat and I'm not Could joking. something to do with it. I think between the kitchen and the pool, the two minute walk, something happened to that chicken. You would be astonished. Like a significant portion of the conversations on our trip is us going through what M's eaten and figuring out which particular elements prompted the explosive diarrhea. I've got like a forensic knowledge of so many of the meals that she had. <laughs> Can we side quest? Because a news story came to light last night that honestly, when I saw it, I was just like. There, yeah, but for the grace of God, <laughs> for you. <laughs> a plane, a Delta plane, and we flew Delta, by the way, out of Las Vegas, had to be turned around and, 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 and undertake an emergency landing because of a passenger's explosive diary. Yeah, we all felt the chill. <laughs> Have um, a listen to the news report. Delta flight headed for Spain was oh forced goodness. to turn around because of an unfortunate situation. A biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. All the way through the airplane. Yeah. Sadly, for those passengers, the diarrhea was not contained to the bathroom. Oh it happened about two hours into the flights. After making an emergency landing, everybody mm. was transferred to a different plane. Mm. Delta says the original plane was deep cleaned mm. and described the moment as a quote medical issue. So this poor person, can you, uh, but the thing is, I can imagine it. <laughs> I yeah. can imagine it. Yeah. And I can, I know the feeling of, so his sphincter has just, you know, like it's become, as we've heard, the, the bottom of a brown paper bag mm. has exploded. Mm -hmm. It's lost <laughs> all integrity and it's just blown out and anything going in it is just spraying out. And when you lose control of the sphincter, which happened to me in Central Park. Yeah. But if you're on a plane. Oh, totally. And well documented, I have had explosive periods on planes yeah. and destroyed entire seats on Qantas flights. I'm yeah. surprised I'm not on a watch list <laughs> airline. This poor guy, or I'm assuming a man. Me too. It's interesting, Why isn't it? Why I instantly gendered the poo as a dude because I just feel like that much. Oh, if it was a woman, that poor bitch. That, I know. 
Yeah, I think it's because I imagine that a woman maybe has been more adept at placing herself in a situation where the diarrhoea is not flowing freely, freely in the cabin. That's what I Just imagine. Just because of the inbuilt shame of being a woman. And yes, that, and they know how to listen to the signs, maybe a bit more. Maybe there are very few signs. But also on a plane, like I imagine that every time the plane tilted, the diarrhoea went in a different turn. We can't contain it. What do you mean? <laughs> I need more information. Because what did the toilet, you know how the plane toilets just go? Yeah. Did it just go? Nah. And shoot it back up uh, because it was full? My sense is they didn't get to the toilet. That's what How I would imagine. How much diarrhoea can one human... Like, your bowels are only so big to flood an entire... Pl- to be declared a biohazard. Yeah. How much shit are we talking? Clearly a substantial amount. Fucking shit on a motherfucking plane. I have had it with these motherfucking... Shit. On this motherfucking plane. <laughs> We got that big dick guy to come and talk on our podcast and all I would say is to that Delta passenger, if you want to tell your story, you will not get a more sympathetic. To that Delta passenger, we will sit. I will be a (laughs) – I'm a sympathetic ear. I'm a sympathetic sphincter. Really Our sphincters go out in honour together. I'll tell you right right now, as an IBSer. Yeah. And you know they're in the IBS gang. That's right. Like there's two types of people. You're either a headache girl or an IBS girl. I'm an IBS girl. You are. I just want to extend an invitation. I want to extend the butthole of peace to this individual. (laughs) (laughs) We want your story. Be aware that sound effects might be added, but that in an empathetic way. Good for her. That's the wrong one. (laughs) Absolutely not the wrong one. So we're hiking. And as I'm dehydrated, I've got a terrible lower back issue. My knees are blowing out and it's fucking hot, right? Yeah. And I had to keep stopping. And the shoulder and the personal summer. And Let's the just shoulder and perimenopause. Yeah. <laughs> and then the whole time, you should have heard the internal self-talk. It's like, <laughs> come on, Em. You've been through worse than this. You can do it. Step after step. Come on, you can do it. Step by step. Oh, baby. I can almost see it. <laughs> that dream I'm to come on him is the clam. And then finally, I, I, you showed me on the map that we were only halfway up. Yeah, yeah. And that was it for me. And I said, no, you guys keep going. And in that mm-hmm. moment, I made the executive decision. Oh, they're up there. You know what? I'm quitting. Smart, smart people quit while they're way behind. I'm a quarter of the way back down. Because in that moment, I got my period. Oh, wow. I got my fucking period in 40-degree heat Mm. on the side of a fucking desert cliff. Mm -mm. And you two had powered off. My only friends were these weird skinks. They were huge. (laughs) And I'm looking around praying for a mountain panther to come and take me and put me out of my misery. (laughs) And so I'm like... Okay, so now I've got my period, possible <laughs> diarrhea. I'm overheating. My knees are hurting. My back hurting. You guys are skipping up the mountain. So I did. <laughs> oh, she told us to go. And also we were unaware of the period, I've got to say. Because I just felt like I'd made such a big deal about being a former athlete. I complained all the way up about how hot I am. And I'm like... I don't want to add to it now with they've had to these guys have to think about my shit. Now they have to think about my clots. So... I'm coming back down the hill. And then to entertain myself, I did make a captain's log. Captain's log. These gays are trying to kill me. I am a perimenopausal woman with lower back injuries. And I have had an upset tummy since yesterday. I'm just praying like 
some kind of mountain panther takes me. I had to find some way, so I turned it into content because yeah. everything is content, yeah. right? Yeah. So I journey my way back down. Happens like, okay, when they're making the heroic movie about my heroic life, my child can play young me and get Sofia Vergara to play me now. Shut up. Why would you deny me my final wish? Happens like, update. I've run out of water. Am I going to have to drink wee through my sock? But what you don't understand is I got back down and you guys were back down about three minutes later. I don't get how you got back down so quickly. How? I don't know. How did you get to the top and back down again? Perhaps <laughs> the production quality I underestimated and I was taking longer than I needed to. But then in anyway. Well, we were having. What? <laughs> we were having lots of rests in the first part of it. We didn't. Uh, excuse me? Well, we didn't, Excuse, we well, didn't you, need um, the rest. Um, sorry, what? We just charged on up. Big mistake. Big. <laughs> sorry, what are you saying? <laughs> sorry, if you could just step me back through that explanation, I'll just have a sip of my fucking coffee. Sorry, what? <laughs> well, when when you parted ways with us. Oh, because you're such elite athletes. No, but also because. Oh, you to go climb fucking Everest next. Also because we were, on one hand, wanted to see the top, but on the other hand, did not want to leave you on your own too long. So we thought we'll charge oh, up and charge he's got back. the purple heart. Someone give this guy a medal. <laughs> the bravery. We were, we were genuinely concerned. Like, you should it looked have been. like, yeah. No, I was genuinely concerned. We were having visions of. I didn't know which hole things were going to shoot no. out of. Mouth, well, we didn't badge, know that particular. It just looked I like. Had three holes threatening me. I was under the threat of three fucking orifices. It looked, Three. there was something threat. about you that sort of looked oh, radiated. It was a good. Whole body atrophy just, is what it looks like. Just, no, you could have just said full stop after radiated. Yeah, yeah. There was just something about <laughs> There you. was. Full stop. And I was imagining like we were in some sort of Palm Springs and we're oh, like, God. what was it, doctor? And they're like, it's actually it was a, a number of things combination. It was lethal, and I think unheard of. It may be the first time that a hot flush has actually progressed to the point of being lethal. <laughs> it was a biohazard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so we get back down, they come back down the hill, we get in the car and like, let's go to a cafe. Oh, what's going on? I got to go and drop my stuff. And I'm sitting there going, nope, let's go back to the hotel, dickheads. Michael's covered in sweat. They're holding hands. They're like hugging. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Hi, gay. Can we just go back to the hotel? And I go back to the hotel and oh God, I tell you what, I burned that, that, those undies got put in, like they're in a bin, tied up. With a note, you know, do not open biohazard. <laughs> <laughs> no tip would be big enough for the person who had to clean out that room, I'll tell you yeah, right now. Yeah. So the hike, done and dusted. And then later that day, I decided to try and go shopping in the 48 degree heat. Do you remember? Mm. And I lasted 45 minutes. I think I made Adrian come back and pick me up in the car. Did. And then I had to spend the rest of the day in the hotel room, lying down. Yeah. Couldn't come out again. Yeah. Yeah. It, fuck, it fucking ended me. It ended that, you. That was like, that was my, I don't even know. It was like the biggest challenge of my fucking life. I was lying in the hotel bed going, what have you done? Why have you done this? What, what is wrong with you? You've really fucked it. You've fucked your life. I was literally laying there thinking, I fucked my life. My whole life is fucked now. Like, I'm never going to recover. <laughs> Well, but we did. We did. You did, and you got good content out of it. Oh, some of the best. <laughs> and then it was time for us to well to leave Palm Springs. Yes, and drive to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. You were in charge of driving half the way. You and your husband are fucking maniacs on the road. Just want to point out some okay. of the worst driving I've ever been a part of in my life. These two feel like they'll just drive on the wrong side of the road on the because I mean you know 
Americans drive on the oh, left-hand yeah, side yeah, of the road. Yeah, yeah. But you two were driving like it was natural to you. And yeah. every now and then you'd be saying to Adrian, you're on the wrong side of the road. Do you remember? <laughs> no, turning, I'd say you're drifting over you're drifting, the line. You're drifting. No, yeah. one, so one time nearly turned into oncoming traffic. You're like, Adrian, or maybe it was you. Me. No, that yeah. was me when I was doing a turn, yes. And then this dickhead starts complaining because I kept gasping. <laughs> <laughs> Explain what it's like driving with me in the car. Oh, yeah. It's like the, on this trip, initially she was like, I just, because I'm very, very prone to car sickness, along with all the other animals, I need to be in the front seat. But when she's in the front seat, it's, it's a lot of, and there's a lot of like sort of stamping feet like she wants to do the brakes herself. Like it was not out of the realms of the possibility that she just turned around and yank up the handbrake Correct. herself. So, so then, then she sort of said, actually, no, the back seat's good for me. I'm just going to build a little cocoon I here. did, didn't I? Yeah. I relegated myself and I built myself a little like bunker. Yeah, yeah. Because you two are fucking maniacs. Look, I would dispute that. But <laughs> I think everyone would just see it as a perfectly sedate. There were maniacs on the road oh, that yeah. was weaving it all around People us. in America drive defensively, not offensively. Yeah, Let's that's put right. it that way. And we're on a hectic freeway, but we did make a stop at the desert outlet, like in the middle of nowhere mm. amongst the cactuses is a Gucci, a Prada, yeah. a Ralph Lauren, yeah. an Hermes. Yeah. Uh, incredible. So Michael is allergic to shopping. You don't understand. Like imagine every hetero dude forced into a Westfield combined into one mega hetero dude and that's Michael Lucas in the uh, shopping situation. Yeah, it's unfortunately. You uh, hate it. There's some ways that I do drift away from the gay stereotype and that's probably the most spectacular. I hate it. You drift away from the gay stereotype in every way except one. Musical taste. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're pretty hetero. <laughs> well, musical taste, love of penises, and other than that. <laughs> Hi, gay. I would say straight men love dicks. They Just do. in a different More way. More their own. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so Adrian and I knew you were on broke ground. Mm. But even Scott lasts longer than you because you walk into a shopping situation and Michael starts getting like tetchy. And he starts like twitching. He literally twitches. And then he starts looking around for escape routes. He starts, he's like, and he starts turning his head like a fucking meerkat. Like, what's going? What's going? And so we had an hour. And so I, I, I found these ridiculous shoes that I'm never going to wear again that my feet are still recovering from and I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Adrian found some stuff. We all, I found some Beyonce shoes and then we're back in the car and we're heading to Las Vegas. Yeah. And we get to Vegas and I fucking hate Vegas. I know, you really I do. I hate it. Started strong. You loved your hotel room, and that's great. The, hotel oh, and the show was great. I oh, mean, let's, yeah. So let's get no to regrets. the show. No, so I had to wear the gold hood. With obviously, M Slater's, you know, you came along on the journey. My friend Lara, who is the head designer and CEO of Zhivago, based in Perth, incredible label. She dresses me for everything. I'm very lucky. She, her, and I concocted for Beyonce this gold, amazing hood that you can mm. buy online, by the way. Not Sponcon, just my best mate wanted to be rich, and so. Beyonce then decrees, no, everyone must wear silver. Yes. And there's this happened while we were away. And I want you to know, Michael, the amount of emsolators that contacted me like what an Beyonce herself had said, Emilia Rossiano. <laughs> and there were these times throughout the trip where you were sort of saying, you know what, I'm just going to commit to the silver. And I would sort of nod thinking there's no way. No, no. She, I said if I she was, gets a brief from the, I'm going to commit to, to the, the gold. gold. I, did, I did keep coming to you and you saying, did. you know what? I'm going to wear the gold. I know. And I was just not going, okay, thinking oh. as if. Oh. As if mm. she could ignore a decree from Beyonce herself. I'm autistic. No, and I'm also not. knowing because Adrian and I actually sorted out so uncharacteristically, yeah. I went shopping, yeah. got a full outfit. You did. And so as if you could stand there in your gold no. with us being off brief. No way. Thank you for indulging my brief rebellions. <laughs> but it did come time and I, so the gold was worn to Gaga and in our lobby you'll have seen the photos. There was a gold Doberman statue. It was perfect. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. It's camp. So, for the ages. 
You had this incredible shawl on that someone thought was Alexander McQueen. We went with it. No, exactly. It was amazing. And you had your tux. And, and Adrian, look, Adrian became our photographer. Let's be honest. He knew... He matched us at Beyonce, but there was just no way we were going to allow him to match us at Gaga. There was no room for there was no room for him. No, there wasn't. He was there so wasn't. gracious. He was very, very yeah, gracious. Yeah, because you and I made Gaga about you and I. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> <laughs> and so we get there, we sit down, we're in our and I mean, thank you again. The tickets were fucking spectacular. I mean, you fucking nailed the tickets. We you, bought a booth. We you bought a booth. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and it was centre, dead centre She could not see us and she saw me. She saw me. Mm. She, she saw me quite a few times, although I don't know if she could see out of her eyes. I, think <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether that's a reference to the alcohol or a potential facelift. I, it could be both. Oh, a heady mix of all of those yeah, things yeah. and some medication. Yeah. It didn't matter though. No. So we sit there and then you go off to the toilet. Michael has to go to the toilet every five minutes like a toddler. Yeah. And so... Don't worry, I'm trying to make him get prostate checks all the time. And then while you're at the toilet, fucking Dan Levy from Shits Creek, David, walks in and sits down and I start hyperventilating. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> there had been quite a build-up on this trip. Because yes. M had noted that whilst Adrian and I had had our Lin-Manuel experience, <sighs> she had yet to see a celebrity. And weirdly you were like, the universe will deliver someone yep. amazing. It will happen, you, it will I? happen. And then Dan Levy. Dan comes in. Yeah. And, and I was just like, oh, my God, it's so exciting. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do and I was trying to get secret videos. And then I thought I saw Boy George. You did. It was just someone with a spectacular hat. Although that hat would have been so annoying if you're sitting behind them. I agree. But mm. it was a fair assumption that it was Boy George because they had the beard and yeah. the big sleeves and the big Boy sure. George hat. And yeah. we had seen Dan. Yeah. And so that was so distracting. But then the lady herself came out. Mm. And, my God, the sc- it starts with her backstage with the band just doing a little bit of rat scat 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 a lot lighting. We'll yes, put- on the screen, which we I, I initially I thought was a pre-record, but then she proved that it was live because she was reacting to the audience. Because we started and cheering, and then she's like, "More, more, more!" Yeah, Here, insert the grab now. I've got it. And then she comes out, and the face freshly laundered. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say she'd had some threads tightened. Lips freshly plumped. Good for her. Mm. Everything looking immaculate Mm. and fit because she's been filming Suicide Squad. Mm. And so she's there and the band starts and she's doing those, you know, staccato, Lazzaminelli shoulders and, oh, you and I were in. It was just so, she's so, like, committed and just in love with the band and, she went off to make her first costume change and we got the, what should we call them? Uh, uh, interlude videos, I would say, but that feels like too dismissive a term because she was expressing herself in those videos. She'd obviously spent an evening with a cinematographer. Yeah, not more than an evening, I would say. <laughs> not more than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and do we think someone wrote the Vegas musings for her? Do we feel they were improved? I, oh, I mean, they only could have come out of the mind of one Stephanie Germanotta, I think. <laughs> it was her history of Las Vegas oh. that she was giving us in a poetic way. I mean, I did learn that Frank Sinatra ordered that Tony Bennett's show be streamed to his yacht. Yes. Remember, that was part oh, of yeah. one of the vignettes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine the genius working that into your live show yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> while you hang off a bit of scaffolding in a top hat. Yes. 
So there was something that was very sort of year nine PowerPoint. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, media arts project where it's like. Yeah. Ooh, we live in the suburbs. What are we going to do? Let's let's just go to the top of the car park at Coles and we'll put someone in a top hat and they can just flounce around. It did feel a bit like that, but I respected I it. I loved she, it. Because the thing about Gaga is she's always, she commits. Commits. Yeah. She's like you with your dancing and your singing. That's, I want to say thank you, but I'm not going she's to. So committed. <laughs> it's so enjoyable. I said, when we were driving in the car and what did I say to you about your singing? Do you remember what I said? You, you sort of said, can I just ask, are you trying to replicate the sound that you hear is that is that what you're trying to do? Like when you sing, are you trying to sound like the song? Are you trying? <laughs> <laughs> because it sounds like you're deliberately off key <laughs> in a way to entertain. Mm. You know how sometimes people do that. It's it's an well, entertaining. Let's go with that. It's not annoying bad singing. It's entertaining bad singing. Yeah. And I think that's important. I could listen to you sing terribly all day. Same way I love watching you dance because you fucking commit. Yeah. And, and Gaga a- dances a bit like me. To- and Elaine Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a heady mix of Michael, mm. Liza, and Elaine. And yeah. then you've got Gaga just yeah. doing. Every now and then she do a kick. Yeah. You're like, yeah. whoa, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, so, but but the costume changes were phenomenal. Her voice. Oh, never flagged. Singer. Singers. Yeah. Oh, she's a singer. Very rarely listen to people who cannot sing. Cannot sing. I listen to singers. I very rarely listen to people who cannot sing. She was so fucking on. Like, not one off note. And the band clearly adored her. And she had the most incredible conductor. He was so cool. It was so cool. It was so cool. And she blitzed the set list. It oh, was, my it God. It was everything you wanted. Oh, New my York, God. New York. Oh. oh, Mambo Italiano. And every time she'd sit at the piano, she'd do one of her songs. Yeah. And you would just, you'd We'd be die. a quiver. You'd be a quiver. Oh, absolutely. And, and, of course, all the iconic songs. Born This Way. Oh. Bad Romance. Poker. Her face. And I she, mean, and she and she managed to get you know trans rights in there. All did. the little monsters were there front she row. Did. Someone got so overwhelmed they threw up and had to be removed. It was much like an M. Russi show. Was, yes, yeah. or, or a Delta flight. <laughs> we actually don't know which orifice. Was. We don't know. All no. we know is I saw a guy while she's doing a little bit of chatting. There's a guy waving. Yeah. And then I see mops coming in and someone being carried. She didn't miss a fucking beat. She did not. She didn't. Nah. For me, I would have like been distracted. Gone you would have over. made it turned it into a bit. I would have interviewed yeah. them, done a little song, but not Gaga. Nah. She was on a trajectory. She was. Still, I'm still not giving she knew where she was, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten. And my the best part, my favorite line, which I loved. She's like, "You don't have to go home." This has been such a wonderful night. You don't have to go home, but you can't fucking stay here. See you later. <laughs> and I was like, love that. I know. She was really sassy. She was yeah. really sassy yeah. and, and camp in a way that I actually didn't expect because she tends to be more heart heartfelt, sentimental with the little know, monsters. She was, she was being more like Madonna is. Yeah. It was so I great. Absolutely adored. So the Gaga show ends and then I'm ready to go to bed. And mm. then this one's like, you've got to walk the strip. And mm. I'm like, oh, come on. Not since the Brooklyn Bridge if I tortured someone <laughs> physically more. We did a little loop and tell you what. Well, I had to get changed. I actually was a little bit worried at one point when you're paring through that she's going to start getting violent with these people if she doesn't get home soon. 100%. Yeah. Because these guys kept flicking tickets at me. Flick, flick. Mm. And I'm like, if I have to hear that flick, flick noise. Mm. And then they had those spinning rotational things that they had on the Brooklyn oh, Bridge yeah. again. And I'm like, if I never see one of them salt. ever again. I mean, at the Logies, if I have to ever see one of those things. Mm. And then they were all playing music and then the Bellagio fucking fountains things were going off with that music and it was just, 
and there were all these weird Wonder Women in G-strings and denim G-strings, and then right. I just kept thinking about the thrush for those poor girls because it was fucking hot. It was hot. And they got denim up their clackers. That's right. I don't even know what they were selling. That's right. I anyway. mean, cool. And then we we get back, finally, fucking great, I've done the strip, and then we fly out and I fucking lose my wallet at the – oh, no, we get to the Las Vegas airport. Yeah. And I find the hat. The hat. It was, a, it was an incredible thing because, as we all know, she couldn't wear the gold. She did have some silver items, but they were pretty drab. Like yeah. they were not – I mean, not drab, but they were kind of like just not enough. No, like wa- no wow factor. Yeah. And and also you knew that I had wow I factor. It. And so for the first time so you. you were going to have to pose in a, next Absolutely to me in the picture not. and I would be the absolute I'd be fucking, star. I'd put nipple tassels on. I don't care. You're not beating me. But there was no you, fucking way. You I knew. would not put nipple I would. tassels on. I what, to you. expose breasts? No you, way. You can't beat me. I'll tape them. I don't care. Ah. You are not going to beat me in no, the costuming. No, exactly. I couldn't have that. I, I think I still did even with the hat. You but, absolutely did not. <laughs> the combo was pretty good. But um, we arrive at the airport yeah. and astonishingly. You beat me at everything else. Let me have costuming. I, just one night. Actually, I'm a better singer than you. <laughs> oh, please. Man. That's about it. Like, I mean, You're better a, at everything that's else. That's an understatement. Actually, I'm. No, you're better. You than are a else. singer. Singer. And I really am not. Uh, <laughs> anyway, there so was we, a so silver bedazzled cowboy. Well, there was like hat. this shop full of everything bedazzled. And right? when she picked it up, goes, "I'm going to ask how much it is." And in my mind, yeah. I'm like, "They are going to say 270 US dollars." We set the price in our yeah. brains, both of us. Yeah. And I actually thought, even if they said anywhere like 150 US dollars, you should still get it. Oh yeah, yeah. But it was only what was that? Eighty bucks. Oh wow. Yeah. I know. And I was like, I'll take it. Yeah, and it was perfect. And I was wearing it around the airport. Sewed and I was everything like, together. And people were looking at me and I, I, the hat turned me into a different person, didn't it? Yeah, a different person who completely lost, lost her wh- fucking wallet. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was so enamoured with the hat. And I was walking going, yeah, I know, look at my hat, look at my hat. I was just talking to people, do you love my hat? And even the flight attendant was like, I love your hat. I'm like, I know, I love my hat. Mm. And then I re- when we get to get, rent the car in LA, I realise I left my wallet in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I was a bit worried that you were worried about identity theft. Yeah, I was worried about identity theft. I wasn't worried about that. I was worried that this would, because we were pushing it so hard doing night after night, I was worried that this My would spirits. be, yes, yeah. I, that you would completely crash and there would be no recovering for Beyonce. <laughs> I really felt it like. threatened, but I rallied. Oh, it was wobbly there for a while. No, you did. In yeah. the end, you did. You did. And then we got to the. LAX Airport, uh, LAX Airport Hotel where oh. we were staying because it was close to the thing. Where and there sad was a line. Men go to and also their life. the check it, it was a huge Friday night. There was all the Beyonce fans and they were doing a convention there. No, it was the National Jitterbug Championships. That's right, yes. And the Jitterbuggers, they're our people. They really were. Because I kept saying, why are all these girls with scarves walking around mm. with hair rollers mm. in? Because those of you who know, if you did dancing in primary school and you had a concert on or in a Steadford, you'd go to school with the worm curlers in your hair and you'd walk around like you were Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, Concert tonight. Yeah. The, the only time I ever felt special at primary school is if I had a Linda Jean Dance Academy concert on and my mum would roll the worm things in my hair so it was, and I'd have to wear a scarf to school. And you'd walk around going, Yeah, I'm a performer, I'm a singer. Yeah. And so there was all these girls walking around with the scarves in their hair for the girls, like, what the fuck's going on? And then they and they were doing that thing, like, remember on So You Think You Can Dance, if someone got sent through to Sydney, they would rush out to their friends and do like a pirouette. Yeah, and dancers yeah. have a way of greeting each other. Yeah. And there was a lot of that going a on lot in the of lobby. That. And but like, unfortunately, the net result was we had to line up for an hour so to long. even check in. And, and and the whole way, you didn't even know whether you were going to be able to check in because you didn't have your credit card anymore. Mm-mm. It was a stressful time. But Michael we Lucas. still rallied. Yeah. Michael Lucas put his credit card down for me. He did. Again. And we rallied. We went into the saddest hotel room I've ever been in. Like, they didn't even, nary a nail file. 
Nary and a cotton bud to smudge my silver eyeliner with. Mm. It was the saddest, beigeest, worst, most expensive room I stayed in, mm, by the mm. way. But doesn't matter. Oh, there's going to be silver glitter in that hotel room from here until when that thing melts. Yeah. And I rallied. And when I put the combo on it, the glasses, the hat, the silver eyeliner, the silver earrings, the T-shirt, the badge, the silver shoes, like everything came together. Mm. And then you in your hood and, and Adrian in his um, camp basketball outfit. It was so... Hi, gay. Mm. And even just when we walked through the lobby, we Oh, knew we were the superstars. We were fucking, no question. We were Beyonce. Yeah, we I mean, were. We right now. We were. But people were just stopping us. Nobody was even close. Not even... As, like not even in our fucking universe. Yeah, exactly. So then, and we were having great. Like when Adrian hopped in the lift, it was awesome. There was this huge tall guy who was like, "Oh, they're going to Beyonce." Yeah, it was, you could say it was African American. Yeah, yeah. For it me, like, it felt uh, it more weighted and more pride when I was the African American women were incredible. Like the 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 African American guards, the women who were working at oh, the stadium, so stadium, yeah. When they would see us, they'd be like, "Yes," and I'm like, oh. "Fuck yes." Let's just say there's a bit of a difference between the kind of attendance <laughs> you get at the MCG to the ones you got at SoFi Stadium on Beyonce's the concert. They were on our level. The energy just oh. generally at that stadium was Love. so. Electric. It was the best. It was just a crowd of people who were on all on the same level mm. for the same thing. Mm. I've never experienced so much safety and love and even Beyonce said that at the end I hope you felt safe I hope you felt love and I'm mm. like I fucking did be yeah it was wild oh it my is, god it isn't the stadium that she was in is quite new mm. weirdly it's dug out of the ground so the, the ground level is like the top 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 level of the stadium and then you go down 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 down, down, down. but it was lovely because it was all brand new every all the facilities yep. were brand new and we were down the very bottom on the field by the time you got there it was so spacious and oh air-conditioned and empty. We sat there and had a lovely little so, Mexican taco situation. Well, we again, you again nailed the tickets. Thank you. We were on the floor. Yeah. We were in the most middle-aged rock concert dream scenario I've ever been in. Yeah. Yeah. I had toilets that were not like fucking porta potties It we was had incredible. Our own bar. We, we, were, we were at once very close to the stage, but also very close to an exit that led directly to a pristine Pristine toilet and bar and all of this, and not even particularly busy. Oh, it was so good, and I didn't even have diarrhea. So, you didn't. but what if a I plus. had it, what a plus! I would have had access straight away. That's right. All the famous people around us. I mean, Robin Thicke. Of course, we see fucking mm. uh, Robin Thicke. Pedro Pascal was there. Mm, Megan Meghan Markle, Prince Harry. Mm. Uh, oh, there was a bunch of so many people were there. Chris Jenner was there. Like it was, it was the night of nights. Mm, mm. Diana Ross didn't get on stage, but anyway, I digress. It was just. I think it was so. It was euphoric. It really was. It was just. I know it was such a moment, and <laughs> I, I, I just to it, the fact that I mean that is her hometown now. Yeah. And the fact that that crowd was so into it, but also, like when she's sort of saying thank you for the past twenty six years, it is wild <laughs> that we were just teenagers when she first appeared. The fact that she's still peaking now, and I this is by far my favorite album of hers. Oh, yeah. No question, and no. this is. Even given Baychella, this performance is still my favourite performance that she's done. And, oh, my God, it was Unmatched. electric. Peerless. She's yeah. peerless. Yeah. She truly is. I mean, you mentioned her in the breath of Michael Jackson, problematic, but before we knew all that we knew, you know, he was that that level of... He was, but I... but. 
26 years. She's in, surpassed him. Yeah, and and I, I was doing the math like going, where was Madonna 26 years mm. in? Madonna was at the hard candy era 26 mm. in. So she was singing four minutes with Justin Timberlake. And, and, but to me, no, where Beyonce surpassed. is at feels, well, she's got there much younger because she started so early. Yeah. But, oh, man. So good. And lots of people have been asking me, which did you prefer, Gaga or Beyonce? Yeah, Incomparable. Absolutely. They're completely different Correct. intents. And I'm, why do we need to? We don't need to. And both hold the same place in my heart and brain and soul, the esteem in which and the effect, the way I felt leaving both shows. Oh. Ultimately for me though. Um, oh, he's going to go there. No, no, no. I just mean in terms of now when I'm back in Melbourne, which which experience am I longing to be back oh, in? It's Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, but it's partially That's the crowd. because, like, yeah, yeah. At, at Gaga in Vegas, there was a lot of, like, Vegas people that would just picked up the tickets and they're like, oh, yeah, we're seeing Adele tomorrow night and then we're going to see. The uh, crowd was old. Yeah, Gaga. they were old, whereas, fuck, Oh, they were fucking amazing. Yeah. Was, everyone was cut We were model. doing circuits. Oh. M was willingly saying, I, was, I want to do laps of this place yeah, and then just filming and seeing you should have seen the way people looked and how. Unabashedly filming them, like just fucking living for the fashions. Mm. But then also just being pointed at going, yes, yeah. love it, correct, yes. And a lot of, I see you. Yeah. I got seen by so many A lot fabulous- of, you understood the assignment. <laughs> that was the best when that got yelled at us. Oh, my God. It was so great. It's Emsolation Extra. Haven't subscribed to Emsolation Extra yet? Here's what you've missed out on this week. You paint the picture, Mr. Writer. We're in the uh, the, the Qantas business lounge. We're in the first class lounge because your husband is a platinum yeah. member. And because I'm married to him, <laughs> I get in. And, and because him's married to both of us, she actually has no status in this. But Adrian, he did it so well. He did. He went up to the desk. Yeah. And... He sort of said, I'm actually, we've got another um, friend here as well. Is it possible for her to come in or is it too, is it, uh, or is it a little busy for that at the moment or something like that? And he the said, lounge was clearly empty. Yeah, the, he knew the lounge was empty. I want you to know I also stood two paces behind with my head down like I wasn't worthy. Your energy was. Thank you. Just perfectly yeah. pitched. Not pushy at all. Mm-mm-mm. Like you were just, you were just, I will accept the judgment. Yeah, I was bowing my head. But also I'm a humble and reverent person totally. that would be an asset to this business <laughs> lounge. First class lounge. First class lounge, excuse me. And Michael was like, I said, don't worry about it because I can access the business lounge. Don't worry about it. You're like, no, the showers. <laughs> and you were right. The showers here you have to register for. They give you a buzzer like what they give you at food courts at Westfield. That's right. And when you go and sit down and someone comes and brings you like unlimited food and then your buzzer goes off. Do you think they do that at brothels? <laughs> do you think you get a buzzer? <laughs> And you go and sit at the table. It's like <laughs> your lady's ready, or yeah. your gent is ready, or whatever you, whatever your flavour is. Yeah, I would like to think the brothels are that organised. Mm. You'd want to wash down those buzzers, though. You would. Anyway, that was a side quest. So now we're <laughs> for all of that and so much more. Subscribe now at emsolation.supercast.com. It's Emsolation Extra. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. And then we went to sleep and we got up and then we spent the day. Oh, my God, we haven't even got to Dr. Patrick. Yeah, what a crescendo. (laughs) (laughs) We met up with Matt Linovez. Yeah. And I can confirm. Still got it. Such a flirt. (laughs) 
Him and I have all, no, but him and I have always had no, nothing. We're both happily married. Not like no, I'm not being gross, but him and I have always had not something romantic. But we no. just you know I don't know how to explain a frisson. Yeah, a frisson. But not anything nothing that you're weird. acting. No, on. no, no, no. Just I don't know. We just because there's a bit of alpha male in me, and he's certainly an alpha male. But that's what's interesting about seeing you with him to me. Yeah. Is that yeah? You are alpha, but also it's funny seeing. I went on charm offensive, but also you're a a flutter. That's how I would describe you. I was a flutter, and I rarely see you be a little bit. I was, I was masking so hard. Like I was, I I was a version of myself I'm not particularly proud of, but I can't help it. And also, it's because he just has that energy about like it's like I see you're a flutter, and (sighs) I know how to go in harder and turn those screws. Yeah, fucking hell. There's also so much of Scott Barrow and Matt Linovez, which I didn't realise until I was sitting opposite. Just just the way they look and the way they kind of say weird shit out of nowhere. Matt's hilarious. People don't realise Matt's like, he just says stuff. Mm-hmm. He's blunt, mm-hmm. as is my husband, as am I. Mm. But And he's got the same little white bits happening in his beard at the front. He does. Oh. <laughs> anyway, but it was really nice, you and he... Reminiscing about yeah. upspring and the and 10 I, years. I haven't seen him, you know, I certainly haven't seen him since all of the pandemic era, but I haven't seen him for ages and ages and ages. And and I don't think he fully, because he went kind of straight back to LA. Yeah. And he's been there ever since. Yeah. I don't think he fully understands the cultural significance of his death on that show. I genuinely don't think, because he hasn't been here. No, he's and, pretty anonymous where he is. Yeah, he has. Yeah. No, I, and when we were talking about it and the reactions to you and especially so over the last couple of weeks, he was genuinely surprised. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you're up there with like Daphne dying <laughs> and Molly on on country practice. Yeah. You don't understand. You're, he's ahead of Daphne, I think. Your I think death. And yeah. he's, he just, because he's out of the market, it's mm. really kind of cute how yeah. humble he is about yeah. it. I'm like, dude, if you walk down the street, even now, like if you just went for a walk through any suburb in Melbourne, women would just, they wouldn't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> it's like, really? I'm like, yes. Yeah. It's really cute. But it was great. And he loves you so much. Oh, it's very mutual. Yeah. I know. Really and, we're, nice. and it was lovely to see someone that, you know, I mean, that was such a heady time. We're, both, we're the exact same age. I know. Pretty much. I know. In fact, he's directly between you and I. Yeah, he is. And, um... And, and he's married. Ver- despite what Em says, we're actually very close in age. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he sits he's right in the middle. So, yeah. yeah, it was a wild thing to go. It was for both of us. It was our breakthrough in our 30s, yeah. that show. And yeah. so, anyway, it was, it was great. So we did that. Yes. And then we got on our first class business lounge and uh, flew home and here we are. Here we are. And you got to have the euphoria of your reunion to Yeah, I got family. to go home and you got went home to dead... Houseplants. No, the, uh, no. My neighbours were looking after houseplants. They were not dead. They were very lovingly Miley cared for. Miley was unwell. M- yes, just. But it's all right. Nothing. A bit of but toxic I spray had, won't take care of. When I the car pulled up, Elio was tracking me on. We have a family tracking app that we mm. call the Stalker app, and mm. you can see where everyone is at all times. And he was holding Marcella's phone mm. as my car, the car that drove me home, pulled up, and I got out of the car, and we were both wearing matching green tracksuits, unplanned, Mm-mm. and he raced up the driveway, Aww. and he's like, look, I can see you're here, and I'm like, I'm here in front of you, and we had a big hug, and then he was just like, where are my presents? So he had to, like, unpack all the cases and get all his presents out, and he was very happy with everything from Nintendo, he had a lot right. of questions, and the girls, the shoes fit Odette, she was like, she loved them, because that right. was the big gamble for me. I carried those shoes home. <laughs> you carried those shoes home. Marcella loved all her merch from Broadway. Mm. So, yeah, it's been great. It was great to come home 
And I want to thank you for this trip because you paid for a lot of it. <laughs> I couldn't, like, I couldn't no, have well, afforded. Well, it was once in a lifetime. It was I know. great. We are. I mean, even when we were on it, I, I was I, I was sitting there thinking, we are going to be thinking about this for the rest of life. I mean, I am, like, wistful and a bit sad Same. thinking about it just because I feel like, when's that going to happen again? It will, though. I feel like you and I have agreed to have, you know, more regular adventures. Like, yes. not, not once every 40 years. There was just something about, particularly that final crescendo of Gaga yeah. and Beyonce back-to-back. Fuck, that's hard to top. Jesus, that's it was hard so to top. Good. And with us still at a level of energy, despite the multi-system <laughs> atrophy that you've experienced so many times, you were able to stump up, and you did. Yeah. Completely. And we travel well together. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Totally. yeah so there'll be good. more adventures. But mm. I sit here and say thank you. Well, thank you. You're my best friend and you gave me my, just. oh, I'll just never forget those fucking, (laughs) so good. And I really needed it because I'd been battling mentally with so many things and I really nearly didn't go. You do seem really infused now. I'm so infused. (laughs) Much more so than me. I'm off my meds. (laughs) That's wild. Because remember on the trip I came off all my meds and I haven't gone back on them yet. I'm sure life will wear me down and I'll have to. (laughs) But today I come to you medication free. That is interesting. No, you look great. Thanks. I feel great. Mm, mm. All right. Oh, we haven't even talked about it. Shit. The newsreader. Yes. <laughs> that was the other reason why homecoming was not like. How long is this podcast been going? 42 minutes. Oh, my oh God. that's fine. Keep going. I, um, I, I just didn't want to work in that last week for, in no. Wurraway for obvious reasons, but because the newsery is coming out, there were a lot of things mounting, things that needed planning and things, interviews that needed to be done. And I, for some reason I scheduled them all for Monday. And so we got wild. off the plane at 6am yeah. and I had a shower and I went straight Crazy. into the ABC. And, and you were texting me like, I want to be Beyonce. <laughs> I know. It was hard. But also I was so jet lagged and I realised when I got into it, because you know you get all spacey and oh, buzzy yeah. and then I'm doing all these interviews and they, oh, they wow. got, and I just kept on, I just couldn't stop chatting. And so I was like, this, this will be off the record. And I'm like... What did you say? Well, I'm not going to say now, but I was just very chatty. I was oh, just very no. chatty. Oh, no, are you going to get cancelled between now and no, Sunday? No, no, not cancelled. Hey, have you noticed what's on my wrist? Oh, she's still got the Beyonce floor pass. <laughs> I'm not taking it off ever. It's going to have to disintegrate. When they find my corpse, it's still going to be on my bone. What a night. It's made of plastic. Oh, actually, that makes me, it makes me want to tear up seeing that. Right, just I'm never taking it off. I look at it all the time. I know, it's my memory. Okay, keep going. Yeah, sorry. You had your meetings. You had all your fucking press. Yes. Now, is it going to be on the telly this Sunday night? Yes, this Sunday night. Oh, my God, Michael. Oh, my God. This Sunday. Yes. ABC, 8.30. 8.30pm. I was going to say Channel 2, like it's 1985. Yeah, no, you can say Channel 2. Channel 2 and iView, of course. Oh, my God, is this it? And then the podcast comes out uh, simultaneously or at 9.30 or whatever when it finishes. Oh, my God, I didn't realise it was this weekend. Yeah, that's why. The premiere is this Friday. We're going to the premiere Friday, which is causing Michael some concern mainly because I keep threatening to be inappropriate with lots of people. And when I say inappropriate, just going up and talking to them and I'm going to do that because I like torturing my best friend. And also I will be there with my partner in crime, Joe Lucas, who's even more inappropriate than I am. My mum, she was a bit inappropriate. We, I came back, went out to see her, showed her all the pictures. She loved looking at all the pictures. Anyway, no, she will be there. Oh, when Joe and I get on the gin together, no one's safe. I, I, she, I'm just looking at me swilling my coffee in my already going. Oh, your mum and I. She wasn't. She was a little bit like, should I go? And I'm like, um, what, mum? Okay. I'll look after her. A premiere. No, but also I was a bit like, something I've written is premiering at Federation Square. With a whole lot of well-known people. And then afterwards, I'm having a live Q&A on stage hosted by Lisa Miller from Newsbury. It feels like something quite big to me. I think maybe you could come in. 
And she's like, oh, I didn't realise it was that. Oh, all right. What's she wearing? Should I call her? Does she, she need help? No, no, no. She's got a like a she's got a top that Your she wants to wear. Your mum always looks amazing. Yeah, she's immaculate. I'm looking forward to the post match analysis from your mum. Oh, yeah. She will give us a rundown on what she thinks about how the event went. Yeah. How? Oh, she'll tell me in brutal terms what she thought of the episode. <laughs> she always does. We should record her. She's always like, well, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm never lied to you. <laughs> oh no. She's the one who told you that when you were cast as Peter Pan and you were slightly pudgy that they'd have to do some re-rigging yeah. of the set. Mm. I can't think why you have issues with food now. <laughs> Such a mystery. Um, I can't wait. And Sam's going to be there. Obviously, I will not mention Interview with the Vampire and how hot he was and how much I think about that nude sex scene. I won't say it once. <laughs> be grateful. I would appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I'm allowed to say how much I love the show. Yeah. I'm going to go up to him and see if he even remembers my name. His girlfriend's a fan of this show. But also, I the the other Hi thing Sam, is, Sam, what's I, my name? <laughs> I love it. I love that you're imagining that I'm going to be. I'm. I'm. I'm because for me, all the cast and crew are going to be there, and so I think mostly I'm going to have to be going around doing that. So I you think, will be flying free. I think I know you better yeah. than anyone in the world, and your fucking eyes will be following me and your mother the entire time because you're a nervous ninny. <laughs> so don't sit here and go, I won't be aware of what you're doing. I know you. I'll look over. Every time I look over, I'll make eye contact with you. No, but I'm pretty sure. Is Doris I... coming? Yes, Doris. Yes! You know. yeah. Fuck yeah, or you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, you'll love this because I, I think the producer, Joe Werner, and I have to introduce it. So at a certain point, it's there's an initial reception. We'll get taken out to prepare oh for all of that. So you really oh will. I won't be able to see you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so exciting. Friday so night's going to be amazing. We're going to need a whole podcast about the opening. All right. Well, that's enough from us. Don't forget this Sunday night, for the love of all is holy Christ on a crutch pearls, watch <laughs> the newsreader. Yeah, forget seasoned. about the block. Forget about the voice. Who cares about those Who cares? Who cares? I don't know, I don't know what's on Channel 10. Gross. Traders. Doesn't what? Traders. What's that? I think it's hosted by Roger Corsa. It's a murder mystery game show. I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of a worse sentence except for the Roger Corsa part. Yeah. He's lovely. Watch your newsreader. Listen to the accompanying podcast and look, we'll have all the news from the opening. I can't wait. Maybe I'll just walk around with my phone just recording people. That'll I'll, be comfortable. Maybe I'll just interview Sam. You'll love that. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so exciting. What am I going to wear? Oh, God, I'm going to have to go get something. It's not, but you know it's not a, like, Sorry, what? splashy thing. No, because it's open to um, Acme members as well. What are you saying about Acme members? I imagine all Acme members wear, like, they dress like Edna from The Incredibles. If you repress, you depress, darling. To impress, you must express. (laughs) (laughs) With the severe fringe and the glasses. Okay, okay. No, I'm going... No, but I mean, they're not... It's not like... So I shouldn't wear my wedding dress? It's it's not like the Barbie premiere, put it that way. But everything's like the Barbie premiere It'd be like a Melbourne... It'd be like a Melbourne theatre company premiere. I'm either Hobo or Hawkachua. There's no middle ground. Pick. Pick your fighter. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'll go Hawkeye then, okay. but I was you will anyway. stand out. I always do. I know. And by the way, Dorothy Nane's not going to show up in fucking jeans, is she? No. Exactly. Mm. Please. All right. Bye. Bye. This is Emsolation. All right, gang. Well, there you have it. A full bibliography and download of the trip. I also want to remind you, if you feel so inclined, please vote for Emsolation in the Australian Podcast Awards in the Listener's Choice category. We're not entering any of the other categories because it's fucking rigged. Sorry, this one can't be tampered with. Please vote for us. Ben will put all the details on Instagram and in our newsletter. Thanks for coming along on the journey on the overseas trip. There'll be more to come. Don't worry. 
and uh, we'll catch you soon. Bye. Like what you heard and want more? Emsolation is a totally independent neurodivergent female-led podcast, which you can help support by subscribing to Emsolation Extra. Get exclusive bonus episodes every Tuesday. Question time with Em and Michael, pre-show meetings, videos of the podcast recording, pre-sale access to live events and discount merch, a weekly newsletter and so much more. Help us by subscribing now or gift a subscription to someone you love at emsolation.supercast.com or get the link via Emsolation Socials. Emsolation with M. Rossiano is recorded at Down the Hill Studios. Hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley. Produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn. Socials by M. Rossiano, Benjamin Wosley and Marcella Rossiano-Barrow. With assistance from Gem Evans and Georgia Watts. With videos by James Henderson. Follow us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast. And join other Emsolators at the Emsolation Group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. Please take the time to share this podcast with a friend. Give us a five-star rating and make sure you're following us on whatever podcast app you use by hitting the follow button. Thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you again soon.